This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Lisa Swiftney. Well, um, welcome everybody to the Good Neighbor Podcast. This is episode number five. Today we have Good Neighbor, Good Neighbor Elton James with Elton James Media. How are you doing today, Elton? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, thank you for being a guest. So um, tell us a little bit about your business. So my business has really evolved over the last 10 years, so to speak. It really just started with solely music production. But as I really got steeped into the TV and film world and just overall production, it's kind of morphed into also doing audio post-production, which in the film and TV world is, you know, the sound effects, the music, the mix, all of that lovely stuff that goes in that you hear. But even most recently, I've kind of even uh, jumped into the pool of the actual media production itself. So I'm finishing up a documentary that I did uh, for someone in Michigan. <clears throat> and I know you mentioned you had a partner down in Florida and we just finished shooting a, a film down in Florida and Pensacola area. So it's kind of a pilot. It could either be a TV or a movie series. So we're going to be shopping that around very soon. So if you think about media or film, the whole visual sound aspect, we, we kind of do it all. Oh, that's amazing. So thank you. Um, tell our listeners about your journey. How did you get into the business? I think the easiest way to describe the journey is I've always been in love with storytelling. So, you know, I had those parents that were like, why are you going to school to study English? You need to go do engineering like your sister or something like that. So I actually did my my bachelor's in, in English and music and African-American history. And I ended up doing my master's and doctorate in educational leadership and policy. So I've always been in the realm of education and, and teaching others. And I think that storytelling is the most powerful thing. And growing up, loving music, being around choirs, music is just another form of storytelling. And I think that we're able to really not only teach people, but make a large impact on people when we're able to do that in the realm of storytelling. So it really naturally evolved. I always wanted to do music with film. So I really got knee deep into the independent film community in Michigan. And it just kind of took off from there. You start working on something and they're like, hey, we could, we could use sound here too. It's like, oh, well, let me dump, jump in and learn that. And then eventually it's like, hey, we kind of need this edited. This person's not here. Then you jump in and learn that. And it just snowballed. And uh, at the end of the day, I just love telling stories. I love being a part of that process, the creative process. It's just really fun. It's it's nothing like it. It really is nothing like it. It's great. Really great to hear because I do, I am not a creative person. I am the numbers <laughs> person. Probably like you said, your sister, is she an engineer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is awesome. Can you um, tell us about any myths or misconceptions you hear about your industry? I think the probably the biggest one, and I think it's starting to go away somewhat now, but just that people can't get into it, that it's impossible. You need so much stuff to do it. I'm super fortunate to have now been able to build the studio that I have now, but you know, I started in just a basic bedroom before and it doesn't even take anything extra now. It's amazing that 
with AI, which I know everyone's getting afraid of, but between AI and some of the different software that we have, you can actually take a space that's really not great and suited for music. And just with the software that's able to run can calibrate your mics and your speakers to, to make it absolutely perfect. And so now people are making hit records that are winning Grammys in their bedroom closets and <laughs> uh, mix engineers, especially since COVID have been taking their laptops and their headphones and mixing on planes. And I've done the same thing before too. So anyone can get into it. It obviously they say the number of the 10,000 hours you got to put in to learn any craft is probably more than 10,000 hours, but um, you can, you can get started and it just takes some grit and, and some time. That's it. Wow. That is amazing. So people are doing um, uh, mixes and stuff on airplanes, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll have one to... of the... Go ahead. I was going to say one of the, the most famous mixing engineers, his name is Leslie Brothway, and he's done mixes for Beyonce and all the, the biggest stars. And when COVID happened, he actually, because he couldn't go to his major studio anymore, he built a little studio in his car. And he, wow. had a laptop. he had a laptop and headphones and just went to his car because his whole family was home. He was like, I need some quiet while I do that and still was putting out hit records. So it's the, the, the barriers are coming down for sure. That's great. So, and I do know some cars that have fold desks. That is why I purchased my car because my center console can fold into a desk. So I'll have to remember that. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. So Elton, tell me, what do you do for fun when you're not working on your business? Your business is fun. But what do you do when you're not working on your business? So I, I know this is going to sound so bad, but be, even though I'm in the whole film realm, I still love watching TV and movies. So that's something that my wife and I enjoy when we get a chance, you know, when, when the six-year-old is, is not, you know, pestering us to do a bunch of stuff when we get a little peace and quiet. But yeah, TV and film, we love going to the movies. We don't do it hardly as often as we should. Love going out to eat. Uh, I really enjoy playing basketball, so I just saw a link for someone trying to put together a local like pickup league. Okay. And so I'm hope I'm hoping that I can join that pretty soon. It's another great way to stay in shape. So I, I don't particularly like doing cardio, but when I play basketball, it's I don't even think about cardio, and I just feel great and it's wonderful. So I'm That's hoping good. I can hop back into some basketball very soon. <laughs> well, I'll give a plug for one of my sponsors, um, Pickup USA in Rochester. Um, they're always looking for pickup games and best. So you have to check nice. them out. They're in downtown Rochester. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, that's the, that's the, the purpose of the Good Neighbor Podcast. That's amazing. I that's right. <laughs> that, exactly. That is right. Um, okay. So let's see here. Next thing. Can you describe one hardship or life challenge that you rose above and can now say because of that challenge that you're better for it? or stronger because of it? Yeah, so one that devastated my mom in particular, which was when I was in second grade, I was diagnosed with arthritis in my knees. So, you know, as an eight year old, it's wow. pretty tough when, you know, you're, you're trying to be active and you want to play with all the other kids. And I think I was in a soccer league at the time and I couldn't walk off the field. My, my knees were just shot and my mom was devastated. And my dad was trying to, you know, take care of my mom to make sure she was okay. but. I can remember, and even now loving basketball, I wanted to be able to play sports and play them competitively. But I knew that that was not going to be 
kind of in my future cards. And so even now, with, if I'm just working out and training, I have to train different with my legs because they're just, they're not the, the age they should be. They're like two or three times the age of what I actually am. So, um, okay. so I, I definitely, I definitely have to shift focus over time, just knowing that there are going to be obstacles that pop up and you kind of have to roll with the punches. I, and it, it taught me to take on challenges. So for instance, I, you know, mentioned my sister being an engineer. Well, even going down the route of going into leadership and policy and doing a doctorate, you have to get down and dirty with the numbers and the statistics and regression analysis. So even something early on, when I was like, I don't want to have to deal with math, then I'm using it every day and I'm using it at a very high level and yes. using it to project out and, and calculate the different things that I need to do. So I think that it was, a, it was a great lesson for me, especially getting it so young to say, you might have a goal, you might have something that you want to do, but life happens, circumstances are going to change and you're going to have to pivot. And so I constantly pivot whenever I need to. Good. So, well, that kind of leads into our next question here is, what is one thing that you wish our listeners knew about your business? That's a great question. So most excitingly, there's this kind of newer technology, which has been around for a while, but it's just now getting to consumers and it's called Dolby Atmos. If you've heard of it, it's a, an immersive audio component. And so literally, literally last week, I finished my Dolby Atmos setup and I'm waiting for Dolby to come out to certify my studio. So I now am able to offer Dolby Atmos mixes and it's really, really cool. It's if you guys have gone to some of the newer movies like Avatar or the Mario Brothers movie, they're Dolby Atmos mixes and you'll notice the difference kind of immediately between a normal surround mix, which is, you know, five speakers or seven speakers and Atmos where you have sounds flying all around you and you hear them below you. So it's kind of the new wave, the new progression. It's getting to the point now where record labels are starting to kind of require people to do their songs in Dolby Atmos. So it's really kind of going to be the next big thing. And there's only one other studio in all of Michigan that has Dolby Atmos certification. So I'm looking to be number two. Okay. So that's um, that's a nice little tidbit of information. I think it's it's awesome kind of moving forward. That is. That is exciting for you. And then um, how can our listeners learn more about you or contact you? Whew, so many ways. No, number one, the website is altonjamesmedia.com. So super simple there. On the website, there's a contact list where you can send me a message. There are links on the website that also go to Instagram and to Facebook. I'm trying to think. Is there? It also goes to Twitter. So there are so many different ways that people can get in contact with me. That is great. Well, I want to thank you for your time today and answering all my questions. And thank you. Um, I look forward to hearing your podcast in just a little bit. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Rochester. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnprochester.com. That's gnprochester.com or call 248-988-9640.